0: Broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook, it's In The Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, presented by Tequila Embajador. I
1: want to thank you very much for making my day in the sun so memorable. Well, if you look back to the last three games, they've all been the biggest games of our career. And so... Everyone wants to keep talking about one game, but if we lost
0: any of these other ones, we wouldn't be talking about this one. So, um, again, no one likes that because it doesn't sound good, but it's just the truth. He's got a point. I'm not going to lie. Derek Carr has a point. The last three games for the Raiders were the most important games of their career, his career as well, because they all were do or die basic games. If they don't win, they don't get to this point. However – This is the biggest game of Derek Carr's career. This is the biggest game of this young Raiders team career, bar none, exclamation point. It is what it is. And I think Derek Carr and these Raiders are up for the challenge and up to seize this moment. You are in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. It's Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Friday. I am live at the Treasure Island Hotel. The Golden Circle Sports Book, where I'm uh, looking at one of the televisions, and there's many of them. Uh, just saw the Alabama football team land in Indianapolis uh, to start college football playoffs championship week uh, in Indianapolis. They'll play that game, uh, obviously, over uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. But we got kind of a championship game on our own hands here in Las Vegas Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. The Los Angeles Chargers play the Las Vegas Raiders for the right to go to the playoffs. There are some scenarios um, where, you know, a loss could still keep you alive and get you in. But uh, it's very remote and very unlikely. The key on Sunday is to win the damn game and to advance to the playoffs. One team is going to do that. I think it's going to be the Raiders. I like where the Raiders are right now mentally. The resiliency that they've shown some of the resolve that has been built up. Um, There's going to be a little bit of a special treat, by the way, on Sunday morning. I can't say what it is. Um, It's going to be in the Las Vegas Review-Journal, the Vegas Nation. So keep an eye out for that. But um, I've seen it, and I know who it comes from, and I've read it. And it's something that I think that all of Las Vegas and really all of uh, Raider Nation is going to enjoy when they see it and especially who it's from. Uh, and the meaning behind it, and after reading it, I'm almost more convinced than ever that the Raiders are going to be able to take care of business uh, on Sunday against um, the Los Angeles Chargers. I just feel like there's a there's a mindset in that locker room right now, in that building uh, over in Henderson, that has created a team that is. Able to deal with what they're going to have to deal with on Sunday, and make no mistake, this is Game Seven. I've seen, I've been live at Game Sevens from the World Series to play out the you know, MLB playoffs. I've been at Super Bowls. I've been um, at NBA Game Sevens. Whether you're talking about the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals, there's a different feel to them. There's a different energy to them. There's a different edge to those types of games, that's the edge. That's the uh, feeling that I'm getting as I think about this game on Sunday because it is a game seven. It's a do-or-die situation. It's by any means necessary, you got to go win this game. By any means necessary. If it means Josh Jacobs running the ball 35 times, Josh Jacobs has to be ready to run the ball 35 times. If it means Derek Carr throwing the ball 54 times, Derek Carr has got to be ready to throw the ball 54 times if it means the defense making stands on fourth downs the defense has got to be able to make stands on fourth downs it's just that type of a game it's that kind of a party and i look over at the los angeles chargers and you know there's there's it's it's not an experienced team in in when you're talking about and putting it into the perspective of a game 7 type situation or a do or die situation they're as inexperienced as the Raiders are in that kind of a setting, I can't think of anybody over on the Chargers right now uh, that's really been involved in that kind of a game in a big sort of a sort of a way. Yes, there's there's some players that are left over from uh, one of their, their, their playoff run a couple of years ago, but uh, not too many to be honest with you. And really on the chart on, on the on the on the Raiders, you've got guys like KJ Wright. Uh, you got somebody like uh, Yoenis Gatwey ha- has been uh, in a playoff situation. Um, I think he went to the NFC championship or the AFC championship game with the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, a minute or two ago. So he's got some experience in that regard. But this is, you know, this is a a team and and really both teams, but in particular the Raiders, that just doesn't have much experience in these types of settings. Now, you know, if you're talking about the Raiders, though, you could go to a lot of the guys on their team, the Hunter Renfro's, the Khalif Farrell's, the Josh Jacobs. Uh, The Alex Leatherwoods. um, These are guys that have been in these types of games before in college. It's a little bit different, obviously. But the mindset is the same. You got to win the game or you go home. All the marbles are on the table. There's no excuses. There's no, uh, you can't be tired. You know, um, stuff that's happening off the field and players go through stuff all the time. You got to set that aside for the next three hours or so. Uh, and put your best foot forward. and it's 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 one of those types of games, and one of those, and I'm fascinated to figure out or find, you know who's gonna show up? Who's gonna have that seminal moment? Who's gonna be that surprise guy that, you know comes up with a big play, an interception, a fumble recovery? I do think turnovers are gonna play a big part uh, in this game. Who's gonna be the guy that that comes up with the key pick? Who's gonna block a punt, maybe? special teams also comes into play in games like this. Is there somebody capable, maybe it's Hunter Renfro, you know, of dialing up a big return on a punt to put the Raiders in, in, you know, scoring position? Is it going to come down to Daniel Carlson again? How do you feel about that? He's done it a bunch of times this year. Uh, Three of the Raiders' last four wins have been, you know, come off the foot and leg of Daniel Carlson. Yeah, he's prepared for that moment. The Raiders, I think, have five walk-off wins this year, so they're prepared to, you know, play right to the end, right to that 60th minute of the game, or and sometimes even more. They've shown they can win in overtime. There's a they've they've shown they can deal with adversity, whether it's off the field type stuff, whether it's in game. How many times have the Raiders Raiders have had to come back in games? They've fallen into holes, 14 to nothing. On more than a few occasions this year, they've fallen behind. More uh, on more than a few occasions this year, they've come back. They've had comeback wins. They've had walk-off wins. They've had last-second wins, like two or at least three, four of them that I th- that I can think of right now. All those games where, and I know fans were, you know, uh, living and dying with every moment and grumbling uh, with every moment. I see all you guys on Twitter, and it's fine. You should, you're fans. But when you look back at all of those situations that the Raiders have dealt with this year, the on-field stuff, forget the off-field stuff, um, you know, that's, nobody can explain uh, any of those type of things. But the on-field, in-game stuff and situations and scenarios that they've had to overcome, sometimes self-inflicted, sometimes the result of the other team just being good in that moment. Falling into holes, going into overtime, coughing up leads, having to come back. Not playing great, you know, for, for you know, three and a half quarters, but finding the, where, the, the wherewithal and the will to still win games even though you didn't play your best. All of that stuff that's happened this year, <laughs> probably more often than, than Raider Nation, you know, uh, uh, cares for. But it built something. They were building something along the way. There's not a scenario that I can think of on Sunday That the Raiders either aren't prepared for or something that they haven't already been through this year, recently, as recently as last week. So none of that should matter. Like All of that type of stuff has worked to the Raiders' advantage to this point. I'm sure it gave a lot of fans heart attacks. Lincoln Kennedy talks about it all the time, the cardiac kids. It's not how you want it (laughs) to unfold, you know, on the multiple occasions that it did this year for the Raiders. But along the way, the Raiders were building something, and it was meaningful. Those wins, and we've talked about this so often, a win is a win in the NFL, man. You only get 17 chances in the regular season to get them. That's not a lot when you compare it to basketball or baseball where there's a game every other day, if not every day, or hockey. You lose the game, all right, let's go win the next three. You know, uh, within this next week or so. <laughs> in football, you gotta—it's one man a week, and there aren't that many. And you, 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 the, the goal is to win as many, obviously, as possible. And in this case, win as many as needed to get to the playoffs. And there's a lot of great teams out there, or I should say, good teams. A lot of a lot of parity. A lot of uh, there's equal, um, you know, in terms of talent. And a lot of these games comes down to a play here or a play there. Are you making them, or are they being made on you? And when you look at the Raiders' wins this year, yeah, there was a couple of easy ones. You know, that Philadelphia Eagles game turned out to be a uh, a, a, a nice, you know, breezy afternoon at the office. The first Denver Broncos game, uh, and to some extent the second one. A nice breezy afternoon at the beach. But pretty much every other one of them, every other one was a nail biter, a cliffhanger, a roller coaster ride. The Raiders overcoming the opponent, the Raiders overcoming themselves, the Raiders having to search for answers. That sometimes happens when you're not a complete, complete team. And I still think that the Raiders, there's some work that needs to be done on this roster to make them more complete. I think they're closing in. I think they're as close as they've ever been or or been in a long time to being a very good football team, but it's not there yet. The offensive line was uh, a work in progress this year, no doubt about it. We all know what happened um, personnel-wise with Henry Ruggs. It was a huge piece of the offensive puzzle, and it can't be underscored the impact it had on the Raiders' offense, which was pointed up at that point. Think about that. They were coming off, the Raiders, their best two performances of the season just when that happened. The offense was really starting to find itself. Henry was becoming the, the deep threat that the Raiders truly envisioned and, and the reason they drafted him first overall in terms of wide receivers in 2020. So yeah, yeah, you had that kind of a personnel loss. That hurt. They had to overcome it. They had to figure out a new way. It, the the offense has never looked the same, you know, ex- ex- except for that Dallas Cowboys game where, you know, they, they stepped onto a stage on Thanksgiving in Dallas, tough place to go play against a really good team, and Dallas Cowboys won the division. And the Raiders went in there and put on a show. That game came down to a, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a Daniel Carlson kick as well, but offensively they were they got after it. Well, I tell you what, if the Raiders can have that kind of an offensive game Sunday against the Chargers, that might make for a nice breezy afternoon at the beach. Can we count on that from the Raiders? I mean, it's been, it's been a while since they've had that kind of an offensive performance. What was that, Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving? It's been a long time since they've been able to play that productively on offense, that explosive on offense. The good news is what they have been able to do is kind of have moments, have spurts where they can be that explosive. And in an uncanny kind of a way, lately too, it's been happening at the end of games. If they could just bottle up what they do at the end of games and kind of have that be the norm throughout the rest of the game, life would be a whole lot easier for the Raiders. But for whatever reason, they haven't been able to do that. I think some of the flaws – on their team, some of the losses, personnel-wise, and that includes Darren Waller. We'll get into to him in a little bit. He practiced again today. It looks like he's on target to play on Sunday, but the kind of the measured tones that I'm hearing um, from from uh, you know Coach Bisaccia, Rich Bisaccia, leads me to think, okay, he's going to be out there, but. You know, hold your horses on, on Darren being Darren uh, out there. He hasn't played in a long time since that Dallas Cowboys game. You know, there's conditioning, there's chemistry, there's being in sync, there's being in football-type shape. Um, so not sure what uh, the Raiders can expect from, uh, from, from, from Darren Waller, unless they're playing a little bit of possum, and I would not – Put that past them, and as they should, whatever edge you can play (laughs) going into a game like this, you got to play it. Whatever card you've got, play it. You know, maybe we haven't seen any of the practices. I'll tell you that right now. We haven't been at any of the practices this week. They've all been walkthroughs, and they've all been completely closed to the media. So I I couldn't sit here and tell you what Darren Waller looks like. And I usually have a pretty good um, eye for that. I, it's something that I try to, uh, over the years, really be able to kind of zero in on. You know, is he leaning one different? Is he favoring something? Is he explosive? Is he getting off light? Couldn't see it this week, so I don't know where he is physically. From the sound of it, well, he's been use he limited. Uh, he increased his workload. Uh, between Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they're putting him in various positions to see how the body responds. So far, so good. It sounds like, in terms of, you know, Thursday morning waking up from what he did on thir- on Wednesday, and then uh, uh, this morning coming off what he did yesterday, which was a little bit more than he did on Wednesday, and then today doing a little bit more than he did yesterday. See what the body feels like on Saturday. And then Sunday, obviously. That's the thing about injuries. You could wake up on Sunday and, you know, everything that had just happened the previous three or four days is right out the window. He's not feeling good. The the, the knee didn't respond the way he thought it would. Or there was a setback. So got to keep on top of all that. However, there could be, I'm not ruling it out either, a little bit of possum. And who knows? Maybe Darren Waller is, you know, 95% full bore. His conditioning is great, uh, and, he, and he has one of those type of big games that he's capable of having uh, against, the, against the Los Angeles Chargers in a must-have kind of a game. Not kind of, it is. But I'll say this, just him being out there to whatever extent he can opens things up for everybody else. Remember that game against the Cowboys where Deshaun Jackson really went off Darren Waller was on the field in that game. It's the last time they've been on the field together. Don't think for a second those two don't complement each other. And it's why I had this weird feeling, I could be completely wrong. But it's why I had this weird feeling that Deshaun Jackson is gonna have a game on Sunday. I'm not saying he's gonna, you know, have eight catches for, you know, 180 yards. But I do think, I just feel, I've got a feeling that he's going to have at least two big ones on Sunday. Maybe both go for touchdowns. Uh, Maybe both take the top off the the defense. Don't forget, when he's flying, the one thing that he also does is he creates the possibility of pass interference, of defensive penalties, which are just as good. As actual completions. He showed that against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And then who got into the party as well in that game? Zay Jones. Hunter Renfro. So, again, if you can get Darren Waller out there to really help open things up in some one-on-one situations for Deshaun Jackson and Zay Jones... It's going to add something to this Raiders offense. I Give them a lot of credit because they've won a bunch of games without Darren Waller. Imagine what might happen if he is out there and and he's any semblance of Darren Waller. That's a game changer offensively. And then you throw in the fact, or the possibility at least, of Josh Jacobs having a big game. I know he's a little bit banged up uh, with the ribs, and uh, he's been limited at practice as well. But you got to feel and you got to believe that a proud guy like Josh Jacobs, this is his kind of a game right here. This is his sort of a stage. And he's shown that in college. He's played in big games before. Hunter Renfro's played in big games before. They know how to respond. I remember, I'm a Notre Dame fan. And Clemson whipped, (laughs) whipped Notre Dame in a college football playoff game, and Hunter Renfro had a big game. And I think it was Q earlier this week we were talking. Um, might have been on Monday night when he was over at the uh, Oyo Hotel. Does a great job over there at the uh, Underground Lounge. And he, 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 he made a great point. You know, when Hunter Renfro was in college and playing with Deshaun uh, Watson, he was a go-to guy on that team. There was a lot of talent. At Clemson those years. But there's a reason why Hunter Renfro was a guy that the quarterback, and a really good one at that, kept looking his way. So did a guy by the name of Trevor Lawrence, if I remember correctly. Yeah, were, he, Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback uh, at Notre Dame. Or, excuse me, in that Notre Dame game. So, there's a, we're going to get into this, but for the first time in such a long time, you can look at the Raiders roster. I just mentioned the offensive guys. There's some defensive players that can make a difference. In a game like this. And it's been a long time since you could say that about a Raiders team. That on both sides of the ball, they've got difference makers, play makers, guys that you can envision realistically making a big play. Whether it's a strip sack or an interception, a tip ball, forced fumble, go the other way, block a punt. There's guys capable of doing that. A lot of them. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur. Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Friday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinnie Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM.
1: Yeah, of course, you know, Derek, you know, me and Derek have an awesome relationship. Uh, We talk about all the time Uh, and, you know, he's he wants to win, you know, every, you know, everybody wants to win. But I know Derek for sure. You know, he's been here eight years and he hasn't been able to play in the playoffs yet. You know, obviously the one year they made it, but he was hurt. So, um, yeah, you know, I'll go to, you know, I talk about Derek all the time and I don't, you know, in the media and things like that. I can go over and over and say things about him, but he knows how I feel, you know, behind the scenes because I got his back and he knows that. So, you know, there's nothing more than I want to see than Derek Carr, you know, playing as our quarterback in the playoffs. That's Max Crosby talking about,
0: um, you know, his thoughts and feelings on on Derek Carr. And I I can say this, that's not only genuine on Max Crosby's part, but it runs rampant in that building. I know that for a fact. Uh, the feelings for Derek Carr are strong uh, in that building. He just has a way about him. I wish, you know, um, the locker room was still open to the media. Uh, it will be at some point, but because of COVID-19, uh, that's, a, that's a non-starter right now. But the way he talks to teammates, and I, get, I hear this, and I've been in situations to, to know this. Um, you know, he's one of those dudes that gets uh, along with everybody. Like, you have to be, like, a bad dude. <laughs> If you don't, if you can't get along with Derek Carr, I don't care who you are, what position you play, what you look like, what your religious belief, what anything—it doesn't matter. Derek Carr's got your back, and he's one of those guys that can go from guy to guy, um, group to group, um, and and fit in and be respected and be liked, and and it doesn't—it never feels forced either. Uh, so there's a lot of love for Derek Carr in that locker room, and a lot of motivation in that locker room to get, help get Derek Carr over the hump. Now, Derek Carr is going to have a big say in that happening on Sunday. Uh, but there's a bunch of dudes in that locker room that want to help him, that want to see him get to another level in his career. And to do that, he's got to advance beyond this game. Um, so it, it's it, it's really cool to hear uh, you know these guys talking about it. But I know for a fact, just behind the scenes, that uh, it's from, from every man to every other pl- man in that locker room uh, that really wants to help get it done for Derek Carr. want uh, your call 702-365-9200 as the Raiders and Derek Carr embark uh, on uh, the biggest game of the season, the biggest game for a lot of those guys in that room, their, their careers, including Derek Carr. It's one of those seminal moments that people are going to remember for for a long, long time. One way or another, happy or sad, whatever the case might be. There might be uh, some shenanigans. There might be uh, a crazy play. Uh, There's going to be something memorable about this game and memorable things that happen in this game. And that's what, what makes these types of games so enjoyable uh, and so something that you really look forward to. Uh, I can't wait. I honestly cannot wait. We're going to go out to the Raider Nation listening line because Mike is on the line, and he's in Texas. Mike in Texas, how you doing?
1: Good, hey man. Hey, bro, thanks for taking the call. Hey, look, we can analyze this game all we want, uh, break it down all we want. Uh, yeah, Waller coming back, that's a, that's a huge key. Uh, I don't like the fact that the Hankins might not play, but I'll tell you what right now. The the one thing, the one guy that's going to make the difference in this game is a quarterback, and uh, I haven't been a big fan of his. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man, that guy is playing some elite football over the last few weeks. And and the thing about the thing about our quarterback is that you know he's been inconsistent and he's been streaky, but I'm not sure he's ever done it really like this in the same game where he's had his share of turnovers. I mean, I'm talking about boneheaded passes. But I'm telling you, man, dude made probably the greatest play I've ever seen him play. And I've been watching him for eight, eight solid years now. I've been watching the Raiders for over 50. But dude made probably some of the best plays I've ever seen him make in this last game. And, you know, I think, I think he plays a little bit better when he's pissed um, and he's hurt. And one of the things you can't take away from our quarterback is, is, is you can say whatever you want about it, but that guy, he has one Physically tough dude. I mean, it takes an army to get him out of a game. And, I mean, I've been, I've been laughing because everybody in the entire country was talking about Indy last week and how, you know, they're the sexy pick to go up against the Chiefs for the AFC. I mean, the Raiders go into their house and just clock them. I mean, they punched them right in the grill. And nobody's been talking about it all week. What a statement game. But, but you know, it's kind of cool. We're flying under the radar. Dude. Vinny, this is a huge opportunity. I'm not worried about this game at all because this is a huge opportunity. This is another statement game, and they're all playoff games from here on in. This is a chance, especially for our quarterback, to step in there, make some make some plays. And, and you know, our defense, our defense and our offense are both working together. Cars, he's he's converting third downs. They're holding the ball 30 minutes against the Colts. That's letting our defense get a break, and they're stepping up. I mean, it's offense, defense, working together, and I've never seen this in Carr's time here. And it's kind of like, you know, we're at the the Tropicana, dude. We're playing with house money. But – I mean, this is it, man. This is such a huge opportunity, and I'm not worried about the Chargers. They're 9-7 and seven, just like us. They've, we've beaten three teams that they lost to. They just got their clocks cleaned by the Texans. Dude, this is – I'm I'm giddy over this, and win, lose, or draw, man. Win, lose, or draw, I'm going to be satisfied with this year, but, but it's such a huge opportunity for our quarterback, and I am excited to see him and to see what he can come out and do. You know, he's – He's, he's got a little bit of help there. I like the way, the way we're using Mariota, uh, mixing him in on third and fourth downs. And I think it's taking a little bit of pressure off him. But I'm telling you, man, you can break down this game all you want, but it's all going to come down to how number four plays.
0: Yeah, uh, appreciate the call, Mike. Uh, love the energy, love the passion. And I agree with you to an extent, but um, the, the, the one play, the, the one area that I would, uh, would differ, no doubt about it, four and the other quarterback, Justin Herbert, in any, anytime you're in a game like this, the quarterback is going to drive it. I mean, the way the quarterback plays is pretty much going to determine what direction the game goes in. But but here's the thing. It's not always going to be pretty, all right, uh, for either quarterback. And that just happens in a, in a game. Sometimes you have the perfect, perfect performance, good luck doing that, um, you know, at, at this time of year. But here's the, the difference that I've seen. With these Raiders, is even when there has been a struggle here or a struggle there with the offense, with Derek Carr, maybe even a turnover uh, that's occurred. Now he's got a defense that can hold down the fort. If you think about it, some of the you know uh, bad patches that the offense have had, even over these last couple of weeks, if 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 there was a turnover you know uh, last week with last year's defense, or two turnovers last week with last year's defense. That's 14 points almost guaranteed that they're going to give up. So, in the past, when an error occurred or when there was a three and out um, or or, or something happened bad offensively, generally speaking, the other team was going to get the ball and march down the field and score. So, all of a sudden, you're down 21 to nothing, or a 7 to nothing lead is now a 14 to 7 deficit, and away they go. Uh, Now, with the defense that the Raiders have, they can afford to not be perfect. We talked about this so many times last year. And, by the way, welcome in my good friend Les Kekahuna from Embajador, Tequila. Happy New Year, Les. How Happy you doing, New- brother? Happy New Year, Vinny. Les has been uh, listening in on this. Les, um, <laughs> and my man Les knows football, So, uh, oh. and you guys have talked to him over at the Rockstar Bar and Grill. You know uh, what, what he's all about. Les, no doubt, Derek Carr, Big game for him. Anytime you're in a game like this, mm-hmm. your quarterback is going to dictate a lot of how a, a direction a, a game goes. Right. But I think this year, more than any year that I can remember with the Raiders, at least since I've been covering them, they've got more of a complete team. They've got a team on the other side of the ball, the defense, that can weather some storms if the offense isn't perfect. And your, your offense is never going to be perfect. Right.
2: No, 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 no. It, 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 I mean, uh, the defense is, is, is doing a great job. Yeah. You know, a lot better than they've done in the past. And being able to get the ball back to him.
0: What are your um, – these last three wins, yeah. when, you, when you think about these last three wins and where they've put themselves uh-huh. mentally and as a team, what's your big takeaway from the three wins, these true State wins? That they could run the ball better. You know,
2: I, I, I think so. Like, they've ran the ball and they've done it efficient. Um, and and that's the best friend for a quarterback. is a running game.
0: Every – listen to this. I'm telling you this right now. I'll, I'll be in a press box. Yeah and I'm getting texts from Les during the game, <laughs> run the ball. <laughs> if you run the ball, yeah. good things can happen, yep. and that's definitely happened. No, but I just like how how this team is a little bit more complete than they've been, and, right. and really, honestly, defensively, because there's been, you know, you don't have Darren Waller. The run game has been inconsistent. Right. They lost Henry Ruggs. They're trying to figure that uh, out a little bit. Um, the offensive line hasn't been great, but in, in the past that would have been they have no chance to win games. Now because of the defense, and let's talk about that, the defense gives them an opportunity. Yep,
2: Get, getting pressure. They're getting pressure. They're winning on first down, you know, putting them in longer third downs, you know, and making it better for, for uh, the D.C. to make better calls, right, I guess. You know? What do you
0: think about this game on Sunday? I
2: think they have a great chance to win. I really do. I mean, everything's in their side, I think. You know I believe? We're at home. I mean, they're at home. The Raiders are at home. You can say we. <laughs> I can't say we. Cause okay, we're okay, I'll but say we. That, that, you know. Yeah, we're at home, and, and, and I think we have momentum, you know, and we're in a position that we haven't been in a long time, right? And it, I'm sure that the players know that, the coaches know that. And this is we don't go home. It's a playoff game already. This is a playoff game.
0: Is this the biggest game of Derek Carr's career, and how do you think he's going to respond?
2: I think this is the biggest game up until now. Like oh, you know, yeah, I, yeah. Up until now, this is the biggest game, yeah, because this is his first basic play. It's a, a playoff, playoff game. game, yeah. Man. It's a win or go home. <laughs> this is, this a is a playoff game. game. This is a regular season game. How do you think he responds? I think he's going to do great. I really do, man. I always thought uh, Dave, uh, Derek Carr was great. You know, I, I really do. I. I I think he's going to do a great job, man. You know, it's
0: interesting, Les, because uh, within Raider Nation, Uh and this is probably true for a lot of teams with their quarterbacks, you know, uh, they always say the backup quarterback is the most popular guy on a team when you're talking (laughs) about the fans because it's always that unknown. Well, maybe he can be better than our guy type of a thing, but usually not. No. Um, But it's funny because there is a little bit of a divide with Derek Carr among Raider Nation. There's fans that love him and are behind him, and then there's fans that are like, Got to get somebody new. Got to get somebody new, uh, which I don't quite understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, well what what is better? I mean, that's the you key. What's better? All right, <laughs> so you're going to get Aaron Rodgers? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good you know, luck getting Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Mahomes, those guys. But outside of that, like, what, what is better? you right? Let's talk about I don't that. even think that's better, really. I, I'd, I'd rather have him than
0: Aaron Rodgers. I'd rather have – well, <laughs> I mean, if, it, if I was starting a team, yeah. you know, uh, I'd have yeah. to say Patrick Mahomes, number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean okay let's let's talk yeah. about quarterbacks that you feel are better. Like it's not that many. I mean it's okay not, Justin Herbert yeah. potentially over the potentially, years. Potentially, yeah. You know could could be better. Um but no. Kirk cousins? No, I, I mean you think about the adversity they've been through this year. Yeah. Really
2: think about it, man. Most teams would not even be in this position. Right. You know, I, I they have a chance to really do some special things,
1: man.
0: Well what do you think you about know? It? I mean yeah. um the adversity that they've had to deal yeah. with, we know what we're talking right, about. Right, the right, coach, Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone from the
2: beginning. The DUI, sort of, you know, from the beginning. Yep, and, exactly. And all of that stuff, man. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you think has been the key to help get them
2: through it? I think it was the, the leadership, the captains. You know, I mean, the coaches can only say so much, right? But the players, the captains is, you know, is always with the other guys in the locker room after practice, probably getting together. Those guys are important. You know, they're they're the they're, they're the um, they're the advocate. I guess you know you could say. Did probably. you ever
0: count the Raiders out? No, I even when I, they I,
2: were. No, I, well, I just always did thought they had enough, man. I, you know how I felt. I man, know, and like, I asked the question, yeah, but I knew the answer. to. Right? Yeah, I I'm, always felt like because you know I've been around football so much, and I'm not saying I know more than other people, but just seeing the development, the draft picks, how well their draft picks did this year. Think about too, like this could be one of the best draft class, you know, in a while. it like, has been all a good trip. Playing tr- and impacting the game. Yeah. Alex know? Leatherwood has right.
0: Morrig. Trevor Morris, Right, Nate Hobbs. Yeah. Uh, Divine Diablo, Di- Diablo the linebacker, is coming right, around. Yeah. Malcolm Kuntz, when Cools, he's been out there, yeah, um, has played some pretty good Matt football. And played the whole season. Yeah, he's you been know? a, a, a day-one starter, and, as and, has and Nate and, Hobbs.
2: Right? And if you look in the past, like, we, we've given up those explosive plays, and we haven't given up much of them this year. I got it. You know,
0: it has a lot to do
2: with him. There's, yeah. There's being over the top and covering you know, the whole field.
0: Should have come up with that interception. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's things you should do, right? There's a lot of that things.
0: That was like right? an out – yeah, it was like – Two outfielders, yeah. and they forgot to call for the ball. But he's a
2: rookie, man. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, and you could the, the
0: future is bright, man. The future is bright, bright for him. I think the yeah. future is bright these for these young, Nate these young first first year players. They're doing really good. They are, uh, and I think Alex Leatherwood. I know that he gets a lot of heat uh, on right. Twitter, but you know it's hard. Off, there aren't faced. that many. There aren't yeah. that many offensive linemen that just step in yeah. as rookies. I mean, he had a tough game against Kansas City with Jones, but yeah. who does
2: it? Right, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, jeez. Yes. You know? yeah. I'd like to see everybody's yeah. grades against yeah, Chris yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Let's all watch everyone's film, right? Sure. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, we are going to take a break. Uh, We're here with Les Kekahuna from Embajador Tequila. It's Friday. We're at the Treasure Island Hotel at the Golden Circle Sportsbook. Big, huge game coming up on Friday between the Raiders and Chargers. I can't wait. I know Les can't wait Uh, either. When we get back, we're going to get more into what needs to happen for the Raiders to make sure their season extends by at least another week. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Brought to you by Tequila and or Raider Nation Radio 920 AM on a Friday. Welcome back to In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. What up, what up, what up? Raider Nation. We are live at the Treasure Island Hotel, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. There's plenty of televisions. Like I said, just saw University of Alabama get off their plane in Indianapolis for the college football championship game. Yeah, that's going down next Monday. Monday, um, yeah, right, this Monday. Monday, yep. Monday, Monday, man. That's right. there it is. There they are. Uh, no, that's uh, Brooklyn oh. for the uh, Bucks against the Nets. Um, but I'm Georgia. here with my guy Les Kekahuna from yeah. Embajador Tequila, uh-huh. who is fired up. As is everybody. This is. You, you kind of feel like this is a um, like a big fight weekend. It coming is. Up. Yeah. Here in Las Vegas, it's a heavyweight title fight. <laughs> it is when you think about it, it. Is, yeah. and that's what you know. Yep. I, I, I've been talking about that this week Les. You know, the Raiders have their Raider Nation is all over. That's okay, right. everywhere, and, everywhere, and that's never going to change. Never, and um, and that's a great thing for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the same time, they're they're also trying to build a fan base locally here in Las Vegas. That's correct. You don't just. And, and I, I explain this. You know, there's a lot of people that grew up in Las Vegas that didn't have an NFL team. So they grew up to become fans of the Cowboys yeah, or the Patriots wherever, yeah. or the Falcons or whatever the case might be. So getting those fans to jump ship to your team, it takes a little while. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's difficult to do. Yep. Um, that's why the Raiders are out at middle schools and, and elementary schools and high schools trying to – Get those young kids to become fans right. so that, you know, when they start paying money, they're going to be the paying fans uh, eventually. And uh, don't no, make no mistake. There's a lot of Raider fans here, too. Right. So that they're building and building and building a fan base. But I just feel less like moments on Sunday, yeah. like a big game yeah. at home everybody's going to be watching. All eyes on the game. It, it kind of helps ex- expedite that process, right, in yep. terms of building your brand in, right. in your city, right? And beating these other teams, right? <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: you know what I mean? Like, you might, like I, I'll give you an example. One of my nephews, his father is a diehard Cowboys fan. Okay. And the Raiders beat him on, on, on Thanksgiving. Right. First thing he tells me. Uncle, I don't want to be a Cowboys fan. Oh. I just want to be a Raiders fan. Oh. <laughs>
0: that's how it works that's, sometimes. Yeah. And but then that would, multiplies, right, you know, right. like there's, I'm winning, sure. Winning,
2: winning does it all. Yes, <laughs> yeah. especially big games
0: like this right. um, where, like, again, the whole city. Yeah. And when we think about Las Vegas, we always think about the Strip. But there's a lot of Las Vegas that's outside yeah, yeah, the yeah. Strip, just regular neighborhoods right. and, right. Uh, you know, uh, all of that, and, and regular families mm-hmm. doing their thing. Uh, And it's that those are the people that the Raiders are trying to get to and get at. And these types of moments, especially if you deliver, deliver, it really helps, um, you know, build that fan base out. Less. we were talking uh, off the air Mm -hmm. about uh, and I mentioned this earlier before you got here. But for the first time in a long time, I look at this Raiders roster, especially defensively. And I see guys that, man, you can count on them to potentially make a big play. You can count on Max Crosby to. Maybe what? come up with a strip sack. Absolutely. You can count on the unique Ngakwe to possibly do that. Denzel Perryman, Casey Hayward. Solomon Thomas. Solomon yeah. Thomas. Woo, guys that have been playing yeah. good in a low-key kind yeah. of a way. But you know what I'm saying? Like, in in years past, it would be like, right. who's yeah. going to be able to make a play oh, yeah, defensively? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, 30, you know. 30-25. Oh, no. Right. <first> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How many times that happened? <laughs> yeah. where, and you don't see that happening anymore. No. You do not see yeah. that happening anymore. Yeah. But even – Beyond that, which is hugely important, is the fact that you can see somebody like a Unique or a Max having a big, profound effect on this game. And there's just too many on their defense for me not to think that somebody is going to step up and having a big game. How important is that?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the confidence to have in in other players. You're talking about? Yeah. I mean, I I feel confident. I mean, as as a fan. I'm, I'm sure as players, like, you know, I, when I played and you know, when I got to coach, I mean, it's a good feeling when you're like, hey, we're going to get off Somebody the Somebody's going to make a these play. Somebody's going to make a play. Right. You feel confident. Something good is going to happen. Because if you were yeah.
0: last year, the Raiders' first year oh, here, yeah, yeah. Um, there were far too many, uh, you know, uh, instances where, like you just said, on a third and 25, yeah, it's like, you man. probably almost felt like, what what's, uh, what bad's yeah. going to happen yeah, now?
2: Yeah, we, we, I need third and 45. That's how we're going to get off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but do you have that feeling
2: anymore? <laughs> no. No. I, 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 I feel that I feel like every time we're gonna win this play, we're gonna make, gonna get off the field, the offense is gonna get the ball, and
0: they're gonna score, you know. All right, like last
2: week, first drive, boom.
0: Yeah, you know that, that's set a, a tone. Huge,
2: what a way to start the game, man. Yeah. All
0: right, so Darren Waller has practiced on a limited basis mm-hmm. Wednesday, yesterday, today. Right. It looks like he's on target to come back. Don't know. It's, 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 I would say temper the um, uh, expectations. This is a guy that hasn't played a football game since Thanksgiving. that has been a while. You know how it is. Right. Uh, you can't just step on the field and be, your guy, be, be yourself. And you know. Exactly. Conditioning. Right. All that type of stuff. Regardless of all that, Les, if he's on the field, how much of a difference can he make, even if not, he's not right. necessarily getting the ball?
2: He's still going to make a difference because they're gonna have to, the defense is going to have to account for him. You know, and Regardless of how long he's been out. He's on the field. Two guys need to be on him.
0: Right. You know, now that changes up their whole game plan. What does that change for a guy like Deshaun Jackson? That's what I'm – because oh, the yeah. last time that yeah. Darren was right. on the field with Deshaun yeah. was that Cowboys game where Deshaun right. Jackson had one he, of his kind of games. Yeah, he had
2: a big game because now now the, the defense, you know, they, they, have, they have to account for everyone. Not, right. You know, it's tough. It's tough, man. But – Josh Jacobs is running hard, and that's what's good about he's it. He's running with, like, right. some anger yeah, in his yeah, legs. Yeah, yeah, and he's 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 not as banged up as he's been in the past at the end of the he year. he did have a little bit of a rib yeah. injury I mean, on e- Sunday. Everyone's going to be banged up oh, at the end of, course. of the year. You know, There's nobody's going to be 100%. But for the most part, he, he's, he's been the healthiest he's been in a long time at the end of the season. Without question, yeah.
0: and I actually tweeted that uh, yeah. on, on Sunday, and that was part of the plan. That's yeah. why they went out and got Kenyon Drake, uh-huh. um, to, to help shoulder the load. Right earlier in the season because what yeah. what was what was always happening Les those yeah. first two years with Josh. Yep. You'd get to this point of the year and yep. what?
2: Yep, is you get hurt and you know and also uh, the Raiders lost a lot. You know, yes. like last year it was at December early remember they lost they went through that yep. four or five game skate it was tough, you know. So now at the end of the year they're
0: they're winning at the end what of the year. What are they day. learning with that? What are they learning as far as being able to win this time of year? Like figuring out it's not gonna I see fans wanting Thirty-five to nothing and, and nah. blowout wins and that rare, that doesn't happen no, a lot uh, this yeah. time of year.
2: That, no, well, I mean, for the most part, people are hurt. Yep. You know, th- there's more film. Yep. So you know, a yes. lot of the opponents they can they can they can come up with game plans to stop a lot of things. It's difficult, you know, you know, to put up that kind of points.
0: And so. it becomes even more important to f- just figure out ways to win games. And I, I, for me, yeah. that's what's been so impressive uh, f- uh, f- for me. It's kind of like playoff basketball. You know, you don't. You, every once in a while, you're going to see a blowout. But yeah. when, but when teams are fairly evenly yeah. matched, what happens? It's close games. Then it comes down to who makes plays and who doesn't. Yeah. That's kind of where we are right now in the football yeah. season, right? Who turns them all over? Who makes the plays and they're supposed to? Who doesn't make the plays and they're supposed to? Right? Yeah, and that's why I'm curious. I, 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 still go back to Derek Carr. I think I'm with you. I think that, um, I, I, I think he's going to seize this moment. It would be great for him too. if he had just. An MVP kind of a game, just to like once and for all.
2: Hey man, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I mean? hey, if they ran the ball and, and they ran the ball for 200 yards and he threw for 100, and they won,
0: I'm happy. You know, the Chargers' defense yeah. is not statistically right. Not good very against good against the, run, the run. run. Yep. But I I wonder how much of that is because they're just not good at stopping the run, or if their defense is kind of structured in a way like, go ahead, you can you can you could have the run game. We're gonna take a pass game away from you yeah. and sometimes that happens well, right well
2: bosa right bosa's a good pass rusher right? yeah so how you how, how you equalize him you run the ball right at him right that's how i feel yeah right you know you run at him <laughs> there's only so many reggie whites where they could do both right Right. stop the run and pass rush. absolutely so, so yeah okay well you know we'll do We lean on you for about two three quarters and you start seeing it those three four yard runs will start being 15 and 25 that's why runs, you gotta stay you know? committed to the run yeah you because it of, might not don't abandon it man
0: yeah yeah, exactly, and and because it, at the end of games, mm-hmm. that's where it starts becoming. If you're doing it consistently, yep. um, and moving the change right. along the way right. and getting extra plays as right. a result, um, you're you're bound to wear the other team down, yep. and and that's where the big runs. That's where it starts coming. Yeah, and and then also those explosive plays
2: come. Yeah, because they're they're so worried about the run and the defensive back, their eyes on the backfield
0: instead of keeping their eyes on their work. I gotta say. Plays last week you know it was it was interesting last week against the against the Colts because Jonathan Taylor he had 107 yards yeah but I was like so what 107 against him yeah take that every day of the week so it's 180 one of the MVP candidates yeah right? <laughs> like that's not the, I thought the Raiders did a pretty good job against a NCAA. great
2: job they did a great job last week
0: that was good. a huge win that's a playoff win it was a playoff
2: win. it really is I mean they lost right you know it's, it's problems
0: I w- I've been telling people and writing this as well and talking about it on the radio show you could make a case that the win over the Cleveland Browns, all right, they mm-hmm. had their third-string quarterback, yeah. um, and a bunch of dudes were on the right. COVID-19 list. Oh, the Denver Broncos—they you know, didn't have Teddy Bridgewater. They're not a very good team. Mm-hmm. You could you could make a case where not that impressive of wins, even though you got to win those games just to get to this point. Last week's game and last week's win against the Indianapolis Colts Huge. turned it for me. Huge. Like it solidified Wait. that the Raiders are for real. Yeah right they, they, they beat a quality team on
2: the road and indy needed to win that game too that's the other part you know, they're was, a playoff yeah. team that's right. playing
0: for like, a yeah, lot it
2: wasn't like they could just give that game away they needed no. that win too they, had, they still had a chance at the at that time right. to uh, win their I, division with yeah. their
0: division improve their,
2: and just still be in
0: the playoff race yes know? exactly right so uh that was i think an eye-opener for a, a, a lot of people yeah. but I, I don't know. I guess here in Las Vegas, at least with the odds makers, I think the Raiders are, are uh, um, underdogs by three points. Really? What do you think? Well, <laughs> the Raiders are going to win. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> the Raiders will win. I have to say that Les is pretty good when it comes to all that type of stuff, too. So <laughs> you might want to listen to his advice. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Les Kahuna. Brought to you by Tequila Ambassador Raider Nation Radio 9:20 a.m. on a Friday when we get back. Dr. Odell is going to be joining us from the Neuropathy and Pain Center of Las Vegas.